When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to The Art of Charm. I'm Jordan Harbinger. The Art of Charm brings together the best coaches in the industry to teach you guys how to crush it in life, love, and at work. Imagine having a mix of experienced mentors teaching you their expertise, packing decades of research, testing, and tough lessons into a concise curriculum. We've created one of the premier men's lifestyle programs available anywhere, and it's free. This is the show we wish we had a decade ago. This show is about you, and we're here to help you become the best man you can be in every area of your life. Make sure to stay up to date with everything going on here and get some killer free ebooks as well as drills and exercises that'll help you become more charismatic and confident by signing up for the newsletter at theartofcharm.com. If you're new to the show but you want to know more about what we teach here at The Art of Charm, listen to the toolbox at theartofcharmpodcast.com slash toolbox. That's where you'll get the fundamentals of dating and attraction such as body language, eye contact, vocal tonality, all that stuff that's more important than you might think. We've got boot camps running every single month here in California. Details at theartofcharm.com, and I'm looking forward to meeting all of you guys here at The Art of Charm. Enjoy. All right, so you guys were mentioning how to become a 10. And uh, I just want to drop like a, a list, a partial list Couple of things. some of the most prominent core, of some of the most prominent, I just want to drop a list, of, uh, like a partial list of some of the most prominent core changing Kind of ability. Can I add something here? Is that Certainly. this list is partial because it's personal to everyone. Yes. You yeah. know, whatever you think is a 10 for you, what are the most important things that you would feel good about doing? Those are going to be your list. But these are some really common ones that well, can these help are, almost everyone. Yeah, these are exercises and tools. So this is, this is mainly exercises and uh, techniques that you can use to gear yourself up for that transformation. Mm -hmm. It's going to help you. And some of these are common sense and some of these you may not have thought of, but these can really help you change that reality that you're living in right now. Just try it and see if it yeah. works for you. All right. So one of the things that I think is important and, and this is just like science. So don't, you know, you can disregard <laughs> it if you want, but, uh, working out keeps you healthy. It keeps you happy. Um, exercises, exercise in general releases endorphins and like brain chemicals mm -hmm. that just make feel like crap. And so this is always good to combat depression or feelings of low self-worth. Like it, it is, and also just confidence in general makes your brain work better too. It does. And especially sexual confidence. Like if you know, you yeah. like have a good body, you're just like, what? if you feel like you look hot, you're going to be hot. more confident. Well, not only that, hot. but being in shape helps your body language. Mm -hmm. right? It does. Yeah. Totally For a lot does. of guys who have sort of, you know, relaxed, uh, closed off body language really Working yourself out, getting your muscles in balance will open up your physique and your frame so that your body language will showcase how you're really feeling on the inside. You don't want to look lazy when you're in a social setting. You want people to look at you and be like, that guy looks lazy. Yeah, that's, that's not, not attractive. No. That's you're going to be like, that guy looks athletic. He looks fit. He looks like he could rock 
your world. Yeah. He looks maybe he could show you a thing or two. Wrestle a crocodile or something. Indeed. Mm. And one, like, sort of bringing it back to elementary sort of tactic is, like, remembering people's names and using them. Yeah. So, like, if you see a dude at Best Buy and his name, he's got, like, a name tag that says Ryan, using that, it, it, it helps because it creates a friendlier environment. And it shows that people, like, it shows them that, like, oh, this guy took notice of that. And back when I worked at a movie theater, I worked at a movie theater back in the day, and I hated that. But I didn't actually hate the people who did that. I still gave them respect, but I was just like, oh, yeah, you just read my name tag, whatever. But I still was like, but you're the only guy who did that this week, so I kind of feel special that you did that. So in 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 I was also being kind of sevenish back then as well. So it makes people more attentive and benevolent towards each other and I mean you can get hooked up by doing that cuz people feel appreciated. It's it, really easy. It makes you one of the guys who stands out. Yeah, you stand out immediately. And bartenders if you're like, "Hey man, you you're having a busy night. Anyway, man, what's your name?" "Oh, right, right on. Nice to meet you. I'll t- I'll talk to you later." And then if you need to get your card back at the end of the night or you just want to drink, you'd be like, "Hey, Mike." And he's like, "Hey, what's up, dude?" Mm-hmm. Because, you know, my friends know my name and that's how it works. You know, if you're just like, "Hey, dude." They're just like, yeah. "Whatever, man." It shows that you're making an effort yeah, to get you're to at know least that trying. person. You're at least trying. And it gets reciprocated. It does. So because yeah. they start wanted... using someone else's name, yeah. they're like, oh, okay, I got to get to know this guy's name. Oh, what's your name? Oh, my name's AJ. Cool, man. Nice to meet you. And then you're his buddy in this huge crowd of asshole Friday night patrons that he doesn't care about. Simple. Simple. Pleasantly simple. And uh, being a social ambassador, you got to be able to mix in social groups, blend people together who don't necessarily get along. If you can go in between all different types of people, then you're the you're kind of that connector where like the hipsters are talking to you, the Wall Street guys are talking to you, the the rockers are talking to you. So everyone's like, all right, cool. This is the guy who connects people. And that's comfortable because no matter who you are, whatever group you're in, whatever kind of like subculture you're in. You're the guy who, like, people can feel comfortable around. Not only that, a social ambassador showcases abundance mentality, right? Yeah, of course. Someone who's a social ambassador who's constantly introducing people, networking people, he's showcasing yeah. that he sees value in everyone. And, and listen, I see value in Alex. Alex, you got to meet my friend Johnny who digs the same music, you know? And Alex he and sees dig the same music. Yeah, he sees <laughs> <laughs> which is really funny. He sees the connection there, the potential connection there, and he's constantly using that as a way to be cooperative. Yep. One great example of how this can work in your favor is throwing girls at guys. There's no better way to make friends with a dude than by p- putting a girl in front of him. Just being like, hey, meet my friend Sarah. Hey, and like Sarah throw this girl. might have sex with you at some point if you don't fuck it up. Yeah, just dude, be you're cool. so awesome. And then you throw <laughs> yeah. girls at guys. And it, if a guy is ever giving you gruff earlier in the night, he's being a seven, guff, being an eight, yeah. is it guff? Guff. Being, gruff being gruff towards you. Giving you guff. Giving you guff. Okay. I never knew that. Um, if he's doing that, one of the best ways after you've become his friend a little bit to deal with him is to just throw girls at him. Just be like, hey, meet my friends. Meet some new girls and then just be like, hey, meet this guy. And now he's going to be interested in hanging out with you and try and maintain good terms with you because you can actually meet women and introduce him to women, which improves his chances of being laid. And which that's like he, never happens. appreciates. Yeah. For sure. So that brings your value up. It shows that you can socialize with those types of people. Say. Like introduce, make the introduction, make the inter- and it and it adds value, of course, to other people by blending social groups and enhancing their enjoyment slash chances of getting. Most laid. people never meet other people unless they're in a crowded bar and they bump into people. Or some girl's drunk and she's like, "Yeah, my friend likes you." Yeah. 
That's like, and no, that's most like people don't give favors, but they'll respond to a favor with a favor of their own. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when you give someone a favor, when you give someone something, they feel such a strong need to reciprocate. Reciprocity, yeah. Yes. So it's very important that if you are going out there and being a social ambassador, you're going to find that these people you're connecting with now are introducing you to even more people. Mm-hmm. So it grows exponentially. Yeah, it's super useful tactic. And all you have to do, like I did this the other night. I was out at this club and I met this girl and she was really cool. And so we were having fun and I was like, hey, well, let's I... go meet some people. Yeah. Right? So yeah. I grabbed her and we were just walking around acting like we were hosting the party. Hey, how are you guys doing tonight? You know, just going around. I introduced her to a bunch of guys. And then everyone that we met was like, these guys are cool. They're just going around meeting people. Maybe they're hosting the party or something. I don't know. But I didn't get any bad responses from it. No, no, I think that's impressive. Yeah. No, it's true. We'll cut it the was, time. It was fun <laughs> is what it was. You know, It was fun. I enjoyed myself. Yeah. I think that's very important. It, and also, it's kind of assuming that high-value position. Yeah. You know, definitely. you're just like, I'm going to host this party. And you're like, and people are like, Dude, I'm going to make sure that there's 700 people fun. here at a club. And you're like, all right, I'm going to be the host. Yeah. I'm just going to take it upon myself to make sure everyone else is having a good and night. And that's how I roll. Yeah. Totally. Lennon and McCartney, Jagger and Richards, Watson and Crick, AJ and Johnny. What about the perfect duo when it comes to growing your business? Well, that's you and Shopify. That's right, Johnny. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling your own fire merch or promoting your productivity programs, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort, thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love about Shopify is no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. In fact, Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, as well as millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. And AJ, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands that you love, giving your customers more variety and your business more sales. Shopify is your no-excuses business partner. Sell without needing to code or design. Just bring your best ideas and Shopify will help you open up shop. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash charm. Go to shopify.com slash charm now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash charm. Over the last 17 years, we have launched our fair share of online courses, coaching programs, and finding the right platform has always been a challenge. They say if you do what you love, you never work a day in your life. But if you're an entrepreneur, you know the hard work that comes with it. That's why you need Kajabi. Kajabi makes it easy to run your entire online business from one platform so you can focus on what you love, creating. Kajabi is the ultimate all-in-one platform that helps creators and entrepreneurs build successful online businesses by unlocking predictable recurring revenue. No matter your niche, 
Kajabi makes it easy to turn your skills, passions, and experiences into enriching online courses, exclusive membership sites, subscription podcasts, thriving communities, personalized coaching, and more. The best part? Kajabi doesn't cut into your revenue because everything is owned and controlled by you. So keep 100% of what you earn. And with Kajabi, you also get robust analytics, easy payment options, email marketing tools, and customizable website templates all built in. You don't even need a huge audience to make sustainable income. There are thousands of creators on Kajabi making six and seven figures with less than 50,000 followers. Right now, Kajabi is offering a free 30-day trial to start your business if you go to kajabi.com slash charm. That's K-A-J-A-B-I dot com slash charm. Go to kajabi.com slash charm and join the creators and entrepreneurs who have made over $7 billion. All right, let's get back to the show. So what about like, what about you, Alex? What do you think is like high value behavior? Well, one thing that a lot of people are attached to, I mean, we were talking about this a bit earlier, is, you know, your life, your your perception of what's going on in the real world is formed in some ways in high school. You know, kind of when you're younger, you start forming this perception about how people are and stuff. And people really hesitate to make mistakes. They don't want to be wrong because they view that somehow as bad, mm -hmm. you know? Don't worry about stuff like that anymore. Allow yourself to let go of caring about making mistakes. Failure doesn't have to be a bad thing anymore. Failure can be an okay thing. It everyone who succeeds fails a lot before yeah, they succeed. Has failed, you know, a lot usually. And the guys who are the best with women are the guys who have failed the most times with women because they know what not to do, mm -hmm. right? And you need to be okay with making these mistakes if you want to progress with your skill set. If you want to be able to move forward. You say, I'm going to make some mistakes. I'm going to break some eggs to make this omelet. Right. Well, in high school, you feel like there's such a fine line. There's a little room for error because judgments get passed so quickly. Mm -hmm. But in life outside of high school, you can hit the reset button at any time, anywhere. You well, have total control over that. Whereas in high school, you couldn't really convince your parents to move to another town and set up shop in a new high school and hit the reset button. But now you have that freedom. So what are you doing? Are you constantly taking your licks? Are you constantly taking it on the chin? Or are you going to actively participate and hit the reset button and try something new? Yeah. And hope for a different result? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't even take moving to a new place or anything. I know you're just using that to illustrate. But it's like you can just decide at any point, I'm going to be different now. I'm going to change the way I act around people. As long it's as funny because yeah. after our programs, all of our guys feel that empowered. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's. It's weird because it, now it feels so simple and so so easy. I don't understand why for all these years I was putting this huge roadblock up and fighting this yeah. when I just couldn't have just looked at it a little bit differently and went after it. So it's very important not to sweat the small stuff. I know Jordan and I struggle with this daily. Definitely. You yeah. know, it's easy to get wrapped up in the small stuff, especially when you're pushing it and, and trying to maximize your, your growth and your success. And when you feel like these little things are holding you back, it's easy to get caught up in it. But mm -hmm. on the whole. Well, it's what do you want? Again, what do you want to spend your time thinking about? How do you want to feel? Because you're the only person that controls how you feel. Do you want to feel worried? Do you want to feel anxiety about stuff? Probably not. And if you don't, then it's your responsibility to move on and start thinking about other stuff that doesn't make you feel that way. Yeah. Exactly. Because it important. doesn't really do anyone any good for you to worry about things. So what if I am worried? What if, like, I have legitimate reason to now, worry about stuff? Now, there's a difference stuff. here between worrying and not taking action and taking action and continuing to worry. 
Okay. Does that make sense? So what you're trying to do is you want to take the action and then stop worrying. Mm-hmm. You figure out what's the best thing you can do in this situation. You do that thing and then you move on. You don't keep worrying about it. You don't let it. your worries block you from acting. Exactly. You don't want your worries to cause inaction. And then once you've acted, you don't need to focus on that worry unless there's something else you can do. So avoid like the worry paralysis and then just be like, what can I do now about this? Yeah. And take that action and and then be like, okay, I did that. When you learn how to accept the fact that you're going to fail, you're going to mess up. When you can learn to accept that fact, it's not a problem anymore. Like you're going to mess up and you're going to learn from it and you're going to overcome that as opposed to be like, oh my God, what if I mess up? What if I mess up? Well, what if? Right. Just do it and then you'll find out if you messed up or not. The other thing you can do about that is go ahead. Imagine everything possible that can go wrong. Yeah. And then figure out a response for it. What would you do? And that way you have it handled. Definitely. All right, I can dig, I can dig that. Yeah. So then, what happens if you're like, but in the past I messed up all this other yeah. crap? Like, well, what, what makes me think I'm it not going to do that again? Usually comes out as people being like, but I always fuck up. I always mess up every good opportunity. But I'm not good with like, girls. Yeah. Oh, but but like every girlfriend I've ever had has left me or something, yeah. or every marriage but, I've ever no, had. No, but is see, here's the thing: that what the do difference I do is people usually think. But girls always leave me. Yeah, or right. But I it's always, I always mess up yeah. good job right. opportunities it's, that I it's have. It's present and it's progressive. This, this always happens to it's me. It's a part of your reality. Right. You, you continue to live. You're That's labeling you think yourself happens. as the guy who messes up. You know, relationships yeah. or jobs. Well, you so relate weird. to that. Your body has tied itself to that. You your think mind. That's it's, who yeah. you are. But in reality, like we said. There's nothing keeping you from just changing the way you are, deciding I'm going to be different starting now. And it's it's very important to let go of people that hold you back. And I know for listeners of the show, we harp on this so often, but it's it's so true. It's painfully obvious really, once yeah. you start to examine your life and look at things through this matrix that we've just outlined for you, that there are people that are trying to sabotage you because of their own discomfort. Because of their own insecurity. Because your growth threatens their comfort. And they don't want to see you grow. Because they don't want to go through that process because they have too much pain when they think about it. It's not because those people aren't your friends. No, not at all. It means they're averse to going through the pain that you're charging through. They're scared. Yeah. Yeah. They're scared of going and dealing with these things. Yeah, their insecurities may be stronger than yours, and that's fine to accept that. But at the same time, that should never be allowed to hold you back. I agree. But, okay, that that makes perfect sense to me. But what happens then, for example, Alex, if you're uncomfortable trying to change yourself or you're uncomfortable trying to make yourself a better person? What do you do? If I'm uncomfortable if, with it? If, you're, if you, the general sense, are uncomfortable with trying to change yourself. Well, I mean, you got to start where you are comfortable changing. You know, you start with a little bit and then you go on from there. One of my best things to do is to start following somebody that you uh, really respect what they're doing. Like, that's how I got here is I followed what you guys were doing. And then I started changing myself and kept working on it. And I took coaching when I thought I was ready for that. And then because of that, now here I am. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you basically have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable? (laughs) Yeah. You know, being uncomfortable is a part of growth. You know, if you're not doing something that doesn't take a little bit of stretching where your comfort zone is, then you're not really growing. I would even argue you're not even experiencing. Yeah. Right? Because if you're just living comfortably, everything's on repeat. It's the same. It's, it's like, like eating mashed uh, potatoes. Groundhog Day. Exactly. Same thing every day. It's it's turkey and mashed potatoes every day. It's mm-hmm. not it's not any variation whatsoever because you're you're paralyzed 
by the unknown. And the more you can accept that you're going to be uncomfortable when you're growing and that you're going to have these things that you don't know how to do, the more you can accept that and deal with it, the more you're going to grow from it. The simplest way to tackle this problem is to take small steps to put yourself slowly into uncomfortable situations realize that it's not difficult to deal with, reinforce those beliefs, and then stretch yourself further. Yeah. And they're like, I want to hit the gas. I want to see how fast this Ferrari can go. I'm going to just spray the club with my openers. Instead of saying, listen, tonight, I've never talked to a person in a bar, so tonight, instead of going around repeating what Mystery said four years ago to everyone in the room, I'm going to just start out by saying hi. I'm going to start out by looking someone in the eyes and smiling. And when they look back at me, say hi. That's where I'm going to start because I know that I can't avoid this growth. I can't avoid this pain of the unknown Mm -hmm. by using other people's words and other people's actions. I have to confront this head on. And that's really the main difference. Hi, this is Dog the Bounty Hunter, and you're listening to the Pickup Podcast with AJ and Jordan. But you better keep listening or we'll hunt you down. On a troubleshooting front, we always get certain questions that are like, hey, you know, but my best friends are always saying this, or my buddies are always saying that, or my parents even, my boss. family, boss. It's like always, somebody, somebody's always, always negative. Somebody's always like being low value and be like, oh, you can't do that. You know, oh, this is stupid. All the stuff you're learning is stupid. It's all hoity-toity, like stupid woo-woo crap. All it's kinds not of work. ways this stuff manifests. Yeah, just guys don't want you to learn this. Guys are going to convince you that it's stupid. And guys are going to continually berate you for even listening to the show, for example, if they find out about it a lot of time. So how do you deal with that? I mean, we've even AJ and I have had friends that we've had to, like, let go because the guys are like, oh, whatever. This stuff is stupid. You should just realize that you're a loser. And it's like, dude, that's not true. Well, that's that's the one main point that we've been trying to hammer home this whole show is that you determine your own value. So it's time for you to take the bull by the horns and take control of the situation. It sounds to me like if, if people are low value around you, either you're not handling the situation like we outlined earlier, or they're low value, and you probably need to move on and find people of higher value. It's unfortunate. It's tough. It's not easy. But if you continually feel like you're going through this growth, you're putting yourself out there, you're going into uncomfortable situations, you're rehearsing the positive outcomes, and your buddy wants to constantly reframe you into the negative. What's the benefit there? I'm not going to lie either. That's a really tough conversation to have. Oh, it's not easy. To be be honest, it sucks, but you got to do it. You know, you can't allow yourself to be surrounded with people who are going to hold you back. Yeah. And guess what? He's also keeping you from having the success with women that you want and the success in your life that you want. Mm -hmm. And you may not even realize it, but the constant pull back to negative, the constant pull back to comfort and fear of growth is hindering you too. Let's just say if you want something more in your life, you're going to figure it out and start going after it. And when you start having some fun and really enjoying the stuff that's going around you, you're not going to want to stop because your friend is not into it. And you have that choice. And if you want, look, if you want to stay mediocre and stay with that self uh, comfortable where you're at, sitting at home, hanging out at Bobby's house, playing uh, Xbox on Friday night, (laughs) then you will. Yeah. If you fed up and you want to move forward and you start doing some things that make you happy, then you'll have that choice and hopefully you'll make the right one. Yeah, I wanted to share this. I, I have some affirmations here and one I stole from somebody. I read it online. Is It's just talking about which type of people to that I like to associate myself with. And I really resonated with this. So it was 
Um, I like to seek out people who are happy, growth-oriented, open-minded, self-actualizing, and willing to try new things. That said, people who are unhappy, inflexible, immature, or highly judgmental don't make good friends or contacts for me. Yeah, and it's very important because how much easier is it for you to hang out with people that are working on growing, working on personal development, constantly reframing for the positive? How much easier is it for you to go through that growth process? A thousand times, or ten thousand times easier, right? But at the same time, when you have these these friends who you feel maybe holding you back, maybe keeping you from where you want to be, you have to realize at some point their beliefs, their mindsets don't align with yours. And how much longer are you going to be willing to let yourself be held back? Mm. And on that note, you know, I wanted to talk about this is, you know, where are we all striving to be? Because we all have a little bit of thought about this. You know, we're all trying to grow here at the Art of Charm. And, you know, everyone has their own 10. That's what I think about. You know, Johnny talks about your heroes. I just want to go back and and finish this troubleshooting because it's very important that guys realize Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. the only way to cure this is to make the process fun for you and your friends. Okay. If you can't infuse fun into the process Mm -hmm. and allow him to grow with you in a way that may not be easy for him, but at the same time is not as difficult as you rubbing his face in your successes. Mm-hmm. If you can make things more accessible, and we get this question all the time. Hey, I got this buddy, you know, I'm trying to get him into the pickup podcast. I'm trying to get him into seduction arts. You know, I'm trying to get him to be my wingman, but I don't know how to get him involved. Well, obviously not kicking him off into the deep end and throwing a bunch of jargon around and forcing him to approach 50 girls when he's never talked to a girl in his life, that's not going to get it done. So just as you needed to make the process fun for yourself to get started, you have to extend the same courtesy to your friends. And that's the start. And then if they continue to be negative and they continue to fight you along the way, then you have to make a call. And it's not an easy call, but sometimes these choices have to be made. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't regret cutting out certain people from my life. I know it sucks. It wasn't easy at the time, but looking back now, I'm like, wow, why was I allowing myself to be held back by this buddy, this so-called friend of mine yeah. who was just afraid of his own growth? That we both had. Yeah. I'm actually thinking about this right now. Like I've had this uh, confrontation with several people and they always question, you know, what I'm doing and whether it's for the best or not. And every time I stick with myself and I say, you know, I know why I'm doing this, I want to keep growing and improving. You're and- like, dude, your boss yells at you all the time and he's fat. <laughs> Fuck that guy, Jordan. What a douche. (laughs) Well, every time that I've had this this discussion, it always ends up with uh, a couple of years later, this person is back around and they're really happy and positive and I'm really happy to have them in my life. But I have to go through that period where it's like, listen, I'm going to stick with this and this is important to me. And then those people see, I hope they see me getting happier and me, you know, laying off them and letting them do their own thing. Yeah. You can always be friends again. But during this process, there's nothing worse than allowing someone else's uh, insecurities, value, someone else's insecurities to hold you back. Yeah, definitely. Value is the key to our success here at the Art of Charm and Pick a Podcast. I mean, that's what got us where we are. Period. Without getting into details, I mean, we don't even well, need to. I mean, the guys listening, how much value have you gotten from this episode? This is why we do it. We're constantly sharing this information, and I think that after you know almost three years of chugging along, recording this stuff and putting it out there for you guys, that you see how important this is to us. I mean, we do live this stuff. We believe in sharing this value and making sure that everyone has a, a better life 
than uh, when they start listening to the show. Well, even while even we're shooting for something higher all the time so that we can teach you guys how to get there, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's get back to the good stuff. Here's all I want to say. I usually do this exercise when we do value day. And it's just take a second. And I think we'll probably have some overlap here. I can see from yours. Uh, and think about, you know, what kind of people you strive to take their characteristics. They can be real or fake. And it can be anything as simple as I like the way that dude walks. I like the way he walks into a room. I think that's a really cool thing. I want to take that, mm-hmm. you know, up to I love the way this guy runs his life on the principles that I agree with. And he's doing a good thing for our planet and our species and all that stuff. Yeah. You know, so anything as, as little as something small up Insert to Captain Planet soundbite here. <laughs> up to, you know, the the way that someone affects the whole world can, you know, you can take something from that. Right. And I think if if you guys think about it, and we don't have to even go into it, but everyone has certain heroes. Everyone has things that they admire about other people, things they want to develop in themselves and characteristics they'd like to adopt for yourself. And yeah. what are those characteristics? Well, it's it's funny to me because uh, the one that just jumped into my mind now uh, is Obama. And it's not because of his political beliefs or uh, and a lot of times I disagree with them, but it's the way he carries himself in the face of criticism. Poise. You know, he's that guy that under pressure you just feel is like cool, calm and collected. He doesn't at least he doesn't show that his feathers get ruffled. You know, even when he dealt with the racism and the lies and the stuff that's being spread about him, he still doesn't get reactive, which is so hard to do when you're under that much scrutiny yeah. and you're getting blasted from every side. You can't seem to win. You know, no matter what he says, someone's going to hate it. Someone's going to disagree. Someone's going to show them that they're discontent with that statement or that belief. And he continues to remain just sort of like even keel and calm. The cool guy. And that's a trait that I really admire. I find that to be really fascinating and I'm striving more and more to get to that point. Mm -hmm. For me personally, something that I'm striving, Jordan, I see here you wrote Richard Branson. Sir Richard Branson. Sir, indeed. Uh, I mean, he's a guy that I strive to emulate in some degree as well, you know, and I think one of the things that I admire so much about Richard Branson is execution. You know, he has Dude, an idea. He's got like 300 companies. He started his first what, business what? when he was 16. I read that. When he Wikipedia. was a virgin? Yeah, probably. Perhaps. And the thing is that, you know, you just, he executes one thing after the next thing. You come up with an idea, you run it through your filters. Is it good to go? And then you just execute it. And when you can keep doing this, mm. keep taking risks then and you being get okay with failure, yeah. then, you know, you're going to shoot for a lot of success. And you get knighted. Yeah, I would like to get knighted too. That'd be cool. Sir Jordan Harbinger would be pretty sick. Yeah. I don't expect that, though. Nice. Well, it is is important to seek out heroes and people that you admire. But I'm a big hippie like that. You need to be focusing on some aspect of your life that you're trying to grow, and you also have to have a realistic goal to get to. And it's easy to do that when you look at someone who you feel embodies that, and then how can you replicate their behaviors and and work on that sort of... And focus on the positive stuff. You know, you don't have to take every characteristic of these people. Just take yeah. the ones that you like, the ones that work. Exactly. No one's, uh, as as long as we've been teaching it, no one is a 10. They're all striving to be. Yep. So stay as a 9, striving to be a 10. We're here with Ramit Sethi from IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. New York Times bestselling author of I Will Teach You To Be Rich. It's a great book. You guys heard the interview here earlier on Pickup Podcast. Ramit and I are good friends. He's given us a lot of good business advice, and he's going to give you guys some financial advice right here every week on Pickup Podcast. So you mentioned in your book also that we should negotiate like an Indian. 
What does that mean? <laughs> That's what I always try to say when I go on national TV shows and then they look at me totally alarmed. Like, like oh, oh, are we going to be pulled off the air? Right. This is a live show, Ramit. Thank you very much. <laughs> we and then I just eight, cackle. Eight, eight second delay. Yeah. Not going to work. So negotiate, negotiating like an Indian means that you recognize that you have power in a relationship with a company, not just the company has power. And a lot of people think, oh, my credit card company levied a $39 fee on me or my bank gave me a $27 overdraft fee. I better take it. No, you're not going to take it since you've listened to me. Here's what you want to realize. These companies pay hundreds of dollars to acquire you as a customer. That's called the customer acquisition cost. Mm -hmm. They don't want to lose you for a small $25 fee. Have you ever gotten an overdraft fee or any fee? I get those things waived almost every single week because (laughs) I have so many bank accounts now that I'm automating everything and running a business, somehow there's always something that's going in a bank fee or you're paying for some service from a bank. Yeah. So in my book, I have a bunch of negotiation scripts, but let me give you a couple right now. And then I'm going to give you some examples of what you can use this for because you can actually use this today and often save like hundreds of dollars right after listening to this. All right. So what you want to do, let's say you get a late fee. Okay, for paying your, paying your credit card because you haven't automated it yet. Fine. All right. Call them up and say, uh, hi, Mr. Credit Card Company. I noticed that I have this $35 late fee. Uh, I'd like to get that waived. And they'll say, why? And you say, well, I made a mistake and it won't happen again. I'd really like to have it waived. Now, I'm going to stop right here for a second. Notice that I'm not saying, can you waive it? Right. Because the default answer to a yes or no question of a customer service rep is... No. No, not, nope, sorry, I can't do that for you. Because you're just causing a hassle in their life. Right. So you tell them what you want. Notice I'm also not angry. I'm very polite, but I'm also firm. That's how you want to approach your negotiations. If they say yes, great, you just save 35 bucks and maybe a ding on your credit. If they say no, you say, well, if you'll notice, I've been a customer for over four years and I'd hate to have to switch because of a $35 fee. What can you do for me? Again, calm. And don't ask a yes or no question. And finally, if they still say no, you can escalate to a supervisor. And if they still say no, you say thank you, hang up, and call back in a week. Call back in a few days if it's a late fee. Mm-hmm. Okay? Absolutely. All right. So let's talk about how we can use these techniques to save a ton of money. All right. Late fees. We just talked about that. Overdraft fees at your bank. You can get those waived. You can get your APR lowered of your credit card. This is useful if you have debt. You can even get your cable lowered, and I love this one. Cable bill? You can get that lowered? Call up Comcast or RCN or whoever it is, and you say, hey, Mr. Comcast, I noticed that I'm paying 80 bucks a month. Times are tough. I just don't think I can afford that anymore. Uh, Do you have any promotional programs going on, or what can you do for me to lower this rate? Well, we could cancel your HBO subscription. Unacceptable. Unacceptable. Entourage is on. Yes. Can't do it. Exactly. What else? What else can you do? I'm really looking to get this lowered because I would hate to have to cancel my cable. And what they'll say is, well, sir, I'm really glad you called today because we actually have a special one-year promotion. We can cut you down from $80 to $50 a month. Well, thank you because you just saved $400 a year. Yes. All right. By making a phone call and probably staying on hold for 25 minutes, but it was totally worth it. Exactly. So that's how you negotiate like an Indian. Exactly. All right. Times are tough. I like that. I think those are the key words here. Yep. If you guys want more information about managing your money and automating your finances, I know a lot of Pickup Podcast listeners, a ton actually, have been buying this book. Everybody's gotten rave reviews, and even I'm using the stuff in there. The entire AOC team loves this book. You can get the book at any bookstore or Amazon.com, and definitely check out Ramit's blog at IWillTeachYouToBeRich.com. All right, show feedback and guest suggestions. We rely on you guys to help keep our finger on the pulse. So if you know someone who's a good fit for the show, let us know at jordanh at theartofcharm.com. 
boot camp details for our live programs also at theartofcharm.com, and that's where you're going to find links to us on Twitter, Facebook, and other social media as well. If you're listening to this but you're not subscribed in iTunes or Stitcher or something like that, then that needs to change. Getting our shows delivered free to your phone or computer is the best way to make sure you don't miss a thing. You can do that by going to iTunes and searching for The Art of Charm podcast or by going to theartofcharm.com slash iTunes and clicking subscribe. That's really it. And you guys can help us. Subscribe in iTunes and give us a five-star rating. Write something nice and we will love you forever. Just go to iTunes.com slash The Art of Charm and it'll take you right there. When you write us a review, it not only makes us feel proud, but it helps keep us up in the ranks so that other people who can use this information can find the show more easily to get the credible advice that they need. It's also the best way to support the show other than purchasing products and training from us. So tell your friends because the greatest compliment you can give us is a referral to someone else either in person or shared on the web. Now have a great week, go out there and get social, and leave everything better than you found it.